Hello and welcome back to the Mar Discussion Podcast. Uh, I realize there's been a tiny pause in between and I apologize for that. But there's been different duties, different assignments that needed to be finished. And I had to make sure that I gave them all of my focus to obtain the best possible result for that. And uh, as with everything, there will be there will be a time that comes in your life where you get multiple things that are thrown at you at the same time. So even if you're not expecting to do this much work, uh, you must, you know, receive what is given to you and make sure it is done. What you must understand is that you must not quit, try to run away or be overconfident. Even even when you're overconfident in something, you tend to neglect it, thinking that it would eventually go away. So as a result, you would become lazy and then this would affect your work. So whatever you decide to do, make sure you do it with your complete commitment so that in the future you don't have any possible moment in your in your life that you think, uh, you know, back then I, I could have put a little bit more effort. So you shouldn't have to go back and reconsider any decision you have made. This is a critical time in your life where you may overlook personal self-care because you're over overburdened by the work and oftentimes do not have time to manage your, yourself and your self-care. So self-care is a highly complex multi-step process of purposeful engagement that uh, that encourages uh, a healthy functioning and enhanced well-being. And essentially, it's a deliberate action that an individual like a person has to take that decision nobody else can do that for them so once an individual really takes the this deliberate step uh, these sorts of steps are taken to enhance their own physical mental and emotional well-being so that being said that brings us to our new episode on self-care today so uh, from the start let's clear one thing up uh, that's clear, like one of the most, I guess, stereotypical or prevalent mistakes right away. Uh, self-care is not synonymous with indulgence or being selfish. Self-care involves taking care of yourself so that, you know, you might be healthy. It's, it's for you. So do your work and help care about other things in your life. And therefore, as an ultimate result you can achieve what you need and what you set out to commit in that day. So self-care may, may take in different forms. It might be as simple as getting enough sleep each night or walking outdoors for a few minutes to get some fresh air. Self-care is, um, you know, is essentially for developing resilience in the face of life's un- unavoidable pressure. So in my case, as I said, this sort of work I wasn't expecting. Uh, I had a pretty well-planned out schedule that I expected to do work and things that was expected of me to be done. But suddenly, over a change of course, a a whole lot of work was thrown at me that I wasn't ready for. And I had some unexpected change of plans, so I had to be ready. So... This was unavoidable, but I had to get this done. So this is an example. So you'll be more equipped to live your best life if you take efforts to take care of your mental 
and mental mental body. So this can be your physical aspect or your uh, non-physical aspect. So, so your mind and your body, whatever. Unfortunately, many individuals regard self-care as a luxury rather than a necessity. So as a result, they're overloaded, fatigued, and ill-equipped to deal with life's inevitable obstacles. It is critical to review how you take care of yourself in a variety of domains to ensure that whatever you're doing is caring for your mind, your body, and your soul. So you have to understand whatever you're doing is for you, not for anybody else. So then that would bring us to, so why would self-care in a way be this important? To start off with, let me give you an example or a reason to which it is considered important in a world that you have to look, you have to look at a, look at the present moment now. So I'll take an example of what we experience right now. So as it could be, uh, in a, in a, in the modern world where it's considered individuals are expected to work long hours and pass on vacation days, there's many kind of underlying assumptions that we must constantly be productive, constantly be improving ourselves, which might limit opportunities for self-care. However, by taking some time off to participate in self-care, you might be able to relax the demand of daily life and reset yourself into a more healthier state where you can be you know, in, initially, when you, once you receive all these obstacles, yeah, it is a big burden. But once you reset your healthy state, healthy state of mind, it can increase your productivity once more again, and it can be maximized. Considering the cost of mental health treatments, uh, not receiving salaries or any other expense, investing in yourself may be eventually beneficial for everybody. So rather than overworking yourself, rather than being constantly overproductive and any other factors, take a few steps back and ensure what you're trying to achieve. And eventually it will be beneficial for you and other people surrounding yourself in the long run. So burning the fire at both ends has, you know, as ironic as it may sound, has ramifications, including but not limited to burnout, as I said, burnout, fatigue, sadness, anxiety, resentments, and slew of other negative outcomes. Self-care has been professionally proved to lessen or eliminate anxiety, depression, stress, Whatever, whatever you've been experiencing, self-care is the only kind of remedy for all of this. It also enhances focus, limits irritation, aggression, and promotes happiness, improves vitality, and more, much more. Self-care has been demonstrated multiple times to lessen the risk of multiple diseases, strokes, or any other that comes with you know, because you have to understand, constantly being stressful throughout the day and not caring about your self-care do lead to a problem. You have to understand, too much of anything is an issue, right? So, yeah, so self-care, it, it can help us stay in touch with our higher power. It can help us stay with 
stay in touch with our sanity, make sure we are well taken care of. Look, everything else in life, such as work, salary, uh, position, career, can be worked upon. Yeah, uh, once you improve, yeah, sure, these things can be obtained right back. But once you neglect your kind of um, self-care and self-opinion about yourself, that, that takes quite a while to come back. So it's either you, yourself, your body, your mind, or you completely neglect that and just go for your careers, go for pleasing people and prioritizing your daily life and completely neglecting yourself. So the choice is yours, but there are serious ramifications that come to it overworking, over, uh, uh, overdoing anything and neglecting your self-care. So how can we improve our self-care? To begin, uh, each of the things that I'm going to say will appear different. But some possibilities are for the consideration and perception of the user. So up to you or according to you, feel free to change, replace or add on as you go. Keep in mind that this is just a brief. This is a guide. So whatever I'm saying is for the best of you. This is all about you. So according to you, if you think you need to add more, add more. If you want to take out, make it bespoke, make it work for you. That's, that's all it's about. So when considering self-care, it might be beneficial to consider the many components of self-care. That way you can construct a thorough strategy, a thorough plan of self-care and ensure that no key components, no key essential elements are missed out. So there are other things like physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, and professional self-care. These are all kind of representations of the types of self-care that exist. But fortunately, there are several methods to actually kind of practice self-care. And I can suggest a few ideas, but this is kind of like uh, the tip of the iceberg. The, as you dig deeper, you'll be able to find out more. So the kind of first idea is to get outside. Uh, kind of, you know, everyday interaction with nature can help us reduce anxiety and despair while also kind of improving our health. Uh, you know, getting the sun, getting the fresh air, interacting with the soil, the aroma of the things around you, the bark, the soil, the plants, the trees, is all beneficial to our health. So, so one method of taking care of yourself would be to expose ourselves to these sorts of things on a regular basis. And kind of the other kind of point would be develop talents that personal talents that lead to your own happiness or your own perception of happiness. So our ideas, emotions, and actions contribute significantly to our happiness, as you know. That implies that we can, we can kind of train ourselves to be happier. We can practice the idea of thankfulness. And we can also learn to manage, control emotions. For example, we can take better care of ourselves 
if we develop happiness skills. We can learn from these mistakes and we can attribute it to what we want to achieve. We can link it as something that you learned. And so anything in life, if you learn a new skill, you'll be able to use it with other elements in your life, not just for the thing that you practiced. You know, like physics, you don't have to be like an engineer to apply physics to your daily life. There could be daily problems throughout your day that you can apply it, you know. So one thing is not limited for its original purpose as what a skill is. You learn something, you'll be able to apply it for much more. Uh, so you have to understand this sort of stuff, uh, as I said, is completely up to you. This is sort of like a guideline. And the third idea would be to listen to music. So did you know, this is a fact, by the way. So did you know, listening to soothing music can lower a thing called cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone. So listening to soothing, peaceful music can lower the level of cortisol. So listening to music that has like beats, specific uh, rhythms can help you. Uh, different frequency can benefit you into enhancing your kind of focus, your attention, so therefore you're kind of narrowed down and living in the present moment rather than kind of uh, dividing your focus everywhere around you so you're not really focused on one thing. So yeah, peaceful, soothing mu music can help you to enhance your attention. And in, in terms of suggestions, when it comes to like self-care, uh, it is it is crucial to remember uh, everybody's unique, you know, not everybody's the same. So whatever I'm saying might be kind of useful to some people while it might not be relevant for the others. So you have to understand that everybody is unique. One individual may benefit more from meditation while the other kind of benefit from more dietary modification. And when it comes to developing your self-care plan or strategy or habit, keep in mind, keep these self-care principles in mind so that you can best, best assess what you need. And in terms of tips into how to best achieve self-care, experiment with various types of activities. When people try self-care activities, perhaps... Perhaps you have to understand, perhaps uh, one that a lot of people has been gushing about and it doesn't truly assist them or seem like a proper match. So people can quickly become dissatisfied. So if that kind of like describes you, it may be more beneficial to try something, some other better tactics, uh, things like meditation or being vegan, being uh, change of diet, for example. Uh, it's not something that kind of work for everybody, but you have to keep on experimenting. Find out what is right for you. Find out what works best. And you have to try some various self-care activities to find what you could 
best contribute to or what best helps you. But throughout the process, when you do try different activities, you eventually do learn a set of skills or a set of knowledge from each of the things that you've tried. So yeah, trying out different activities, experimenting with different activities can best be beneficial. And uh, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself in the process. I think that's one of the best things that I must stress on. When when people try uh, self-care activities, uh, people, or not just activities, or just pushing the idea of self-care, trying to constantly be improved on, uh, be cautious not to overly be strict or too hard on yourself. The idea is to be kind to ourselves, right? The idea is to be our own best friend. We are our own best friend. So don't get caught up into forcing yourself to accomplish things that you're too tired or you're too busy to do because this will overwork you. And again, the main purpose of this is to not overwork yourself. And don't let yourself be too hard on yourself for taking a day or taking a week off when you truly deserve it. Because again, don't be overproductive if you think you cannot manage it. Because if you kind of involve your head in everything, uh, if there's a set of things that need to be done and you, without completing one and moving on to the other, you constantly jump back and forth by putting your head in one another, you mess it up and it won't be satisfactory. So remember to take time off if you need it. And remember that self-kindness is an essential component of self-care. And there are even some, some types of self-care that you might want to consider. Self-care, uh, in a way, can be divided into different kind of categories. So there are emotional self-care that includes like self-talk, uh, you know, bubble baths, or saying no to activities that generates unnecessary stress, uh, unnecessary attention, um, allowing ones to pause and, or just taking a break, going out with a friend, go meeting up with a friend, going out with a movie. That's all contributed to emotional self care. In terms of physical self care, this includes things like prioritizing sleep, developing a consistent exercise program and selecting nutritious and, and nourishing food uh, over like the processed ones, like the processed cheese, the processed sweeteners or whatever. So these are all contributed to physical self-care. And if you're, if you're a religious person, um, at this day and age, there are people that kind of follow a different aspect of religion or there are even atheists, but if you're a religious person, attending a religious service can be helpful. Uh, spending time in the nature, meditating and adding the random acts of kindness into your day or maintaining a, gradual a, a gratitude journal can be all examples of spiritual self-care. So uh, all these con things contribute to your inner self, your inner self-care. So this is quite distinctive from the physical self-care. So all these factors being said, uh, 
here are some of the things I believe would benefit people the the most and the best reflect them in ways to develop. Uh, I thought this this topic itself like today was very appropriate because it was something I was going through as mentioned before I was overwhelmed by the amount of tasks that I had to do so I didn't have time to focus on things that I love most such as doing making podcasts listening to podcasts playing with friends etc but I didn't let that situation uh, take control of me I made sure that I was still in control the minute that you kind of allow the circumstance to take control of you that's when you lose it you f- you may feel like your work is a burden you won't be able to get things done on time and so on but make sure that you manage your time and plan efficiently so that everything runs smoothly that's the main objective and that's what should be done the the kind of responsibilities of your everyday life might influence the sort of self-care that you require the most uh, for example a self-care strategy for a busy college student who's always uh, kind of engaged and has a thriving social life may need to prioritize a physical self-care as mentioned before uh, the self the self-care that includes prioritizing sleep uh, exercise program whatever but uh a retired person, on the other hand, may need to plan more social self-care to ensure that their social demands are addressed. So self-care is not a one-size-fits-all approach, as mentioned before. Everybody's unique. Everything works uniquely according to your perceptions, according to your needs. So your self-care strategy will need to be tailored to your specific requirements and what is going on in your life right now so you don't want to wait till you hit the rock bottom don't wait till you hit that as i said don't let the situation get the best of you make sure you're the person still in control the idea is to take measures each day to ensure that you're uh, obtaining the the nutrients you require to deal with the stress and hardship of the daily living so that being said I hope that I've at least said something for kind of anyone can take away from this podcast today and in terms of like learning or in terms of obtaining new information that would be incredible and if I was able to act as a guide for you in any sort of way that I I would appreciate that more than anything in my life so yeah I would thank everybody for that and that being said Thank you. So until next time, take care. Make sure you take gentle steps. The gentle steps count the most and not the rushed ones. Take care.